0: You're listening to Marcus Sahaba Online Radio Podcast.
1: Yes, sir, people. The time of the evening on pertinence are punctuated. We joined by our very own uh, Molana Salim Karim, who has been serving uh, the Dean uh, with a distinction, uh, DD, not Doctor of Divinity, but I said that Dean was distinction. And I really embrace him. I celebrate him. And, uh, you know, Molana and I were just talking uh, before the show that, you know, we make uh, whatever we do, maybe do it in a manner that pleases Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala most. And we hope and pray that uh, you pray for us as we pray for you. And the, the topic that we have chosen tie your tongue because uh, this is what uh, that little uh, flesh that morana has spoken about on many occasions and i think you know we should be emphasizing the point that the words that we speak the words that we utter it can make our dunya and it, it can make our akhira and it can destroy uh, relationships in the dunya it can destroy families it can destroy nations nay it can destroy you as an individual maulana salim kareem assalamualaikum wa wabarakatuh and tell me, how are you doing this fine, beautiful evening?
0: Wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bless you and our esteemed listeners. Allah ta'ala grant us afiat. Allah ta'ala give us tawfiq to make sincere tawbah. And Allah ta'ala fill the qabrs of all the marhums with maghfira and nur. And Allah ta'ala give all those who are sick, shifai kamila, ajila, And all those who are in difficulty, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant them ease. The fantastic topic that you have chosen has destroyed many nations, many relationships, lots of uh, ta'alluk with people, because we don't know how to control this ni'mal of Allah that Allah has given us. We don't understand this gift from Allah, the mere fact that you can speak. What a great ni'mat from Allah. So many people are deaf and dumb. They're dumb, they can't speak. Or some of them are deaf, they can't hear. And how much shukr. Allah is inviting you, O insan. Just look at your body. Look at your wujud from head to toe. How beautifully Allah has designed your body. Are we making shukar to Allah? Are we using these parts of the body which on the day of Qiyamah <speaking in Hebrew> On the day of Qiyamah Allah is going to zip our mouths Allah is going to seal our mouths and every part of your body is going to testify against you The gunas that you made with your head and your brain, your your eyes See, your ears, your hands, your legs, your body, your private parts, every part of your body is going to testify against you. So, respected brothers, dua to Allah. Allahumma afsli qalbi. Oh Allah, fix my heart up. It starts from here, Shafad If your heart is, subhanallah, is in order, Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, the tongue is but a small piece of flesh. It is capable of breaking the strongest bonds and destroying the most powerful relationships. A'la Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa The most amount of sins of Ibn Adam are because of his tongue. So, for what purpose did Allah create this tongue? إِذَا When Allah desires good for his banda، Allah wants to show his kindness and fadhl on his servant. أَتَاهُ قَلْبًا شَاكِرًا وَلِسَانًا Allah will give him a heart that is content and a tongue that will be moist with the zikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah Ta'ala says in the Qur'an, Ya ayyuhal ladina amanu, kurullaha dhikran kathira. Ke Allah se karo. Remember Allah Ta'ala constantly. Now imagine I'm taking Allah's name. Imagine I'm taking Huzuri Paak, Muhammad rasulullah Khatamun Nabiyein, Rahmatullil Alameen, Shafiibul Muthnabein, Beautiful name Muhammad, and with that same tongue, I'm speaking lies. With that same tongue, I'm making ribat. With that same tongue, I'm sending lamed. Allah ku How are you going to face Allah on the day of qiyam? The mere fact that Allah has given you tawfiq to take his name, Allah. So somebody asked a good question, Murana. What proof that we got? That Rabbul Alameen has accepted our zikr. We're making zikr every day. Allah, Allah, Allahu Allah, 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 Allah. So, how do we know that Rabbul Alameen has accepted my zikr? Good question. From my and our predecessors, Allah said, when you said Allah for the first time, and Allah gave you tawfiq to repeat his name again for the second time. It proves that Rabbul Alameen has accepted your zikr. Because if you didn't accept the first Allah, He wouldn't have given you tawfiq to say the second time. So ya ayyuhal ladina abano, zikran kathira And Hudhu sallallahu alayhi wa was asked the question, Which is the best of deeds? Afzalul amal, And see how beautifully Rasulullah said, at all the time, your tongue should be in the zikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So the question mark is, this tongue that Allah has given us is another hadith of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. That whoever believes in Allah and on the day of Qiyamah, He should say something that is good, beneficial, or he should keep quiet. So respected brothers, we've chosen this topic because sometimes we don't realize the taklif that we cause with this tongue. It's a small piece of flesh. It's a small piece of flesh. And Allah has boxed this tongue with a set of teeth. Can you imagine, we look for the most strongest security system. But see how Allah Ta'ala has boxed this tongue, the whole set of teeth. For the simple reason, Allahu Akbar, that we watch what we say. This tongue is for the zikr of Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala. Speak a good word or remain silent as Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam said. That fal yaqul Yes. Use this tongue where it is necessary for you to use it. Make the zikr of Allah. Make tilawat, Speak what is haq. Okay? One is jihad bin lisan. Sometimes you have to make jihad. Allah has given you a powerful control of speech. You can stand up and you can talk about Islam and defend Islam. It's a gift from Allah. Sometimes Allah has given us the power of the pen. Some of us can write, subhanAllah, one word. And it will bring a revolution. Likewise, you have an Ali who speaks so powerful. Just one sentence and he will bring about a revolution. So can you imagine the power of this tongue? So keep making this du'a. Allahumma oh asliq qalbi O Allah, make my heart pure O oh Allah, fix my heart up So, respected brothers Nabi Kareem Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said Take heed Protect your ears One, do not get angry because you going to blurt out the wrong word, and you will regret the rest of your life Don't take revenge. Leave it to Allah. Your silence will destroy your enemy. Sometimes they are Kabirin and awliya Allah. Allah has given them this firasat. Allah has given them this gift. You know, when they raise their hands and talk to Allah, you are destroyed. So sometimes they say, you know, it's better that the person who you're criticizing tells you something or gives you a little return. You hit the person and the person said something to you. It's better for that than for you, for that person to remain silent because his silence will destroy you. One day a person comes to Imam Abu Hanifa rahmatullahi, and he's rude and he says to Imam Abu Hanifa rahmatullahi, I want to marry your mother. Can you imagine how insulting that is? A person comes to you and says to you, you know what, I want to marry your mother. That's why I said, Allah, don't trouble the awliya Allah. They just looked at this person, rude, arrogant, and imagine the integrity of a person's mother. Who will tolerate this type of behavior? So he said, No problem, Imam Ahunifa just looked at him. And said, okay, I'm going into the house and I will ask my mother. And the moment Imam Abu Hanifa, they just looked at him and walked into the house. That person fell and he died. So don't abuse the awliya Allah. Respect them for who they are. So that's why sometimes when people are very pious, and you give them taklif with your tongue, you say nasty things to them, you are going to destroy yourself. So yes, respected brother Imam, Abu Bakr Siddiq radiallahu ta'ala, every morning used to hold his tongue, and he used to grab it, and he would say, tum raho." Please, for Allah's sake, be in check. Because if you are straight, then every other part of the body will be straight. And if you go astray, then this whole body will go astray. I mean, look at the personality of Sayyidina Abu Bakr Siddiq radiallahu ta'ala. The maqam and status Allah gave to him. He carried Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa to that cave. He cleaned the cave. He plugged all the holes. He tore his kurta. And there was still one hole left. Abandoned cave. He says, never mind. I don't have anything else to block that hole. I'm putting my foot in it. See? And he put his foot into that hole. That no harm should come. No harmful insects or any snake or anything to harm the Prophet so He put his foot into that hole. Just to give you Just the maqam of Sayyidina Abu Bakr Siddiq, And see what he's saying to his tongue. Khuda raho. For Allah's sake, Please be in check. Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq didn't know that in that hole was a snake. And that snake bit Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq radiallahu ta'ala. And look at the scene, respected brothers, you will will cry. Rasulullah is resting his mubarak head on the lap of Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq. Just imagine the scene. That... Hadrat Nabi Karim sallallahu alayhi wa is resting, Rasulullah is tired, Rasulullah is resting and sleeping on the thighs or the lap of Sayyidina Abu Bakr Siddiq radiallahu ta'ala. And Sayyidina Abu Bakr Siddiq has got his foot in that hole and that snake bit him, excruciating pain. But he didn't make oof, he didn't move, that my Habib sallallahu alayhi wa sallam's sleep must not be disturbed. And when he couldn't take the pain, a tear fell down his cheeks and onto the Mubarak cheeks of Rasulullah. Sallallahu alaihi wasallam. sallam, qurban jau. Ya Ba Bakr, you are the most fortunate individual in this world that your tears fell on the Mubarak cheeks of Rasulullah. Sallallahu alaihi wasallam. So those azizo, look after this thing. Logo ko takleef mat Do something good. Allah Ta'ala will give us tawfiq respect and brethren. So I was saying earlier on, okay, what is akhlaq, you know? Protect your ears. Because the guna starts with the tongue and the stomach. And the eyes, three places guna starts from. When you look at something, you saw this pretty lady or pretty woman, you start staring. Then, I need to talk to her. See. And finally, when demands start coming, I have to work and provide. So Allah Ta'ala protect our eyes, Allah protect our ears, Allah protect our hearts. So don't take revenge. Be shy of making gunas. You shouldn't be shy to do good deeds. You should be to all the time doing good deeds. And finally, taqwa and remembering Allah he is a noble acts of Nabi Kareem Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. A person came to the Prophet sallallahu and said Indeed the laws of Islam have become too much for me. So ya rasulullah inform me of a thing that I should stick to. Sahaba so, ikram may mashallah when they questioned the Prophet sallallahu even the question that they asked the Prophet sallallahu had wisdom in it. The person is saying ya okay, rasulullah Indeed, the laws of Islam have become too much for me. Give me something brief and short as an advice. And I should stick to it. Look at the words of Rasulullah. Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Rasulullah wa said to him, Always keep your tongue moist with the remembrance of Allah. Lisan and Zakira." Whenever Allah Ta'ala wishes good He gives him a good heart Which is full of taqwa And a tongue which is in the constant remembrance Of Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala So Nabi Kareem Sallallahu Alaihi Said to that person Keep your tongue moist With the zikr of Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala And those to Azizu You know hypocrisy is a bad thing When our tongue we hurt people. We speak lies. We do so many things, so many gunas. Allah forgive us. Verily, Nabi Kareem sallallahu said, Amongst the most of people is the one with two faces. We are two-faced when we deal with each other. That's why Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa said, for a businessman, every day in the morning take out sadaqah, in the evening take out sadaqah. Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam made a beautiful dua. Allahumma inni a'udhu bika min minal ma'azam wal maghram Allah, protect me from gunas and sins and from debt. So, Hazrat Aisha radiallahu ta'ala asked, ya Rasulullah, why specifically are you making dua that Allah protect me from debt, owing people money? So Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa said, the reason for that is that when you do business, People speak a lot of lies. One, and they make false promises. Oh Allah, save me from gunas and sins, and save me from debt. Because you took money from somebody, some of us take loan with this intention never to return that money, to do that person down. Allah's lanet and curse is on you. And remember, every other guna of yours, Allah can forgive. But hukuku ibad you owe somebody one rand, forget one rand, if you owe somebody one cent, somebody came to your shop, and you didn't give that person the change. Even if, as you say, it's 99 cents, that one cent also. Don't take it for granted, it belongs to you. That one cent, you return it to the customer. Because on the day of Qiyamah, Allah Ta'ala will take hisab in kitab until that person doesn't make you mad. We take it for granted. So many times we have taken money from people and we haven't forgotten we have forgotten to pay them back. So Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam specifically made this dua. Allahumma inni Awudu bika in al Allah save me from gunas. And especially and another hadith Nabi Karim Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said Shafad guarantee me that you will take care of two pieces of flesh. One is the piece of flesh between your lips, which is your tongue. And one is between your legs, your private part. And I'll guarantee you, Jannah, what a great status of respected brothers. And it is so simple. If you have Allah consciousness in your life, and when you'll always find pious people, we go to the khanqa, we go to the bazaar, they are pious people, they only Allah, sitting, making du'a. You'll find them mostly silent. They are in muraqabah. They are not talking. They're not engaging. They are in the remembrance of Allah. Allah Akbar. Allah Ta'ala Munajat They're talking to their Rabb. They are connecting with Allah Rabbul Alamin. So you'll always find the pious people. They come to your homes. They come to your town. They come to your city. You'll find them mostly silent. Unless one of the murids or one of the disciples will ask a question or the Alim by Deen that's sitting there will say something. But generally you will find that they are focused in muraqabah, they're all the time silent. I think it's Sayyidina Umar radiallahu ta'ala's ma'kula and saying that, you know, whenever I spoke something, it had consequences. But when I remained silent, alhamdulillah, I never had any difficulties or problems. The moment we open our mouth, respected listeners, we're setting ourselves up for failure. So either you say something good or you keep quiet. Allahu Akbar. I just want to give you one last nasihat, you know. When we get angry, we blurt out the most things that we can ask. How do you control your temper and your anger? A person had a lot of anger in him. So he went to an alim for advice and the alim said to him, whenever you get angry, you go into the jungle and knock a nail in the tree. And you get angry, sometimes you fist the cupboard, you fist the door. But you kick the door. Shaitan runs through your blood when you are angry. You see the person who is angry, his whole appearance changes because Iblis and Shaitan are running through his body. Evil sight when you see somebody in rage and anger. So this person had a problem. Anger management. So he said, I got a lot of anger, what must I do? So that Alim advised him, you know what, whenever you get angry, Go and knock a nail in a tree. He did this for a while. And eventually he gained control of his anger. So he came back to this Alim and said, Alhamdulillah, I've I've now taken control of my anger. I'm successful. So the Alim said, okay, Alhamdulillah, that's only the first point of your journey. The second point I want you to do Go and remove all the nails that you knocked into the tree. Go there and take all those nails out. So he removed the nails. But it left big, big holes in the trunk of the tree. Now see how beautifully this Alim is explaining. The Alim replied, These are the holes, These ki halat these were the holes that you were piercing in the hearts of people in anger when you were saying the nastiest of things. So they go, look after your tongue. So may Allah Ta'ala give us tawfiq shafat Allah Ta'ala grant us up here that we don't want to be held accountable on the day of kiamat because of our tongues. And I was saying, finally, you see, verily amongst the most of people, And the worst of people are those who are two-faced. He who comes with one face to these and the other to those. This is how you find people creating fitna. They'll come and tell you one story and they will go and tell the other person another story. This is the height of hypocrisy. Verily amongst the worst of people is the one who has two faces. Nifaq. Hypocrisy. Fitna making. He who comes with one face to these and another to those. Allah Ta'ala protect us. People who play roles. You want to play different roles? Well said Shafadbai, you know we all have roles to play when you give you a, like uh, a sketch to do. We all have to do something. People who play roles will eventually forget their lines. <laughs> See, they'll forget their lines What you're supposed to do What you're supposed to say You have shifted focus So people who play your roles Will eventually forget their lines So may Allah Ta'ala give us Listen and you will learn Listen and you will learn And remain silent And you will be safe so May Allah Ta'ala protect us from the fitna Of our tongue let our tongue be in constant zikrullah, durood and salam, istighfar and tawbah, and saying the good things to the ummah of Rasulullah, sallallahu alaihi wasallam. May Allah ta'ala give us tawfeeq. Jesus, I don't know if you have
1: any questions. Uh, yes, sir, Molana. There was, uh, you know, yesterday it seemed as if, uh, you know, the elders of the family, uh, you know, especially the menfolk, there was no such thing as gibbets amongst the menfolk. Even when they went to the mosque, it was uh, purely focus on the on the uh, Salah and when they're going out, no panchart platter in the foyer of the mosque and so forth. But today there's a perception that in the foyers of the Masajids, um, Musallis are, you know, making gibbeth, gossiping, even showing eyes uh, behind uh, certain Musallis, which is uh, not on, Molana. Perhaps a quick reprimand from you?
0: Respected brothers, you know, before you speak... Brother Jalaluddin Rumi Rahmatullahi said something beautiful. Before you speak, let the words pass through three gates. You need to get into a secure place. There's lots of checkpoints and posts. They check you at the first checkpost, the second one and third one, and finally they will allow you to enter. So Maulana Jalaluddin Rumi Rahmatullahi is giving this beautiful example that before you speak, Let the words pass to three gates. The first gate, ask yourself, is it true or not? Before you say something, is it true? First gate. At the second gate, ask yourself, is it necessary for me to make the statement? And thirdly, at the third gate, ask yourself, is it kind? That whatever I'm going to say, is it going to be sweet? Is it going to be, subhanAllah, with compassion and love? What a beautiful way of explaining. At the first gate, ask yourself, what I am going to say, is it true? One. Number two, at the second gate, ask yourself, is it necessary for me to make this remark? Or the statement? And thirdly, if you think that it's right, then speak kindly. Shafarbai, those of us who make ribat, and the worst place to make ribat in the masjid,
1: in the wuzuhana, in the house of Allah, Allah's at the walls, mm. everything
0: curses that person. And all your good deeds are burned to ashes, like how you take wood and you light a bonfire. Everything is burned to the ground. All your good deeds are destroyed. And it is said that the masjid yard, we will smoke and throw the stumps there. We will throw all the rubbish in the masjid yard. The ulama have written that it is even makroo to pass wind in the masjid property, whether you're in the parking lot or any, anywhere else. Mm-hmm. To that amount, you cannot make the masjid a tarafi. Whoever built a house, man banae baytan. Whoever builds a house for Allah, banallahu qasran fil jannah, We don't even know the adab. we don't even know the ethics of how to talk in the masjid. What to say in the masjid and how to behave in the masjid. And the members of maskhari mat karo. don't make fools of other people. Sometimes we say it with words, look at this guy, look at him. And sometimes we use eye, eye contact and say, we shake our head, Deko, deko. wink eyes and say, look at this guy. To make rebirth of those who are living is haram. Likewise, it's equally haram to make ghibit of those who have passed away. Respected brothers, don't let your amal be destroyed. We go to the masjid of Allah. Do our ibadah. Read Torah Masjid. Instead of gossiping outside the masjid, after you finish your namaz, jump into your car and go to the most beloved place, and that is your family and your wife and children. Instead of talking about the whole world's affair, Ji min husnil islamil mar'i, you know, the goodness of a believer, is tarakuhu ma to abstain from useless talks and activities. So Shafatwai, it is sad that this is unfortunately happening in some of the masjids that you find the congregation making ribat outside, talking, laughing, joking, smoking and having no respect for the property of the masjid, the integrity of the masjid and inshallah, We want Allah Ta'ala to forgive us. How can this happen? <inaudible> <inaudible> also, as <you> can do. <inaudible> the best of places in the world is the Masajidullah. And that's the place we do the worst of things.
1: Where have we lost mm. our manners and mannerism?
0: So may Allah Ta'ala protect us and grant us tofi and forgive us for
1: our shortcomings. I mean, uh, Molana, and an uh, anonymous sister, you know, when uh, the show was advertised, I sent in a question and she said, uh, Tell Molana Salim Kareem, Asalaamu Alaikum. Molana, I am someone that loves talking. This is from a very young age. I do a lot of reading and I w- even was watching the Queen's funeral. I've been talking about it to all my friends. Will I get Guna for discussing the Queen? And I also was a big fan of Princess Diana. I still make so much of dua for her because I heard that she read her kalima in Egypt. Please, Molana, advise me because I, some say I'm a big gossip monger. But I'm only watching and talking innocent things. Please, Mollana, I will listen. Molana, how do you advise, sister?
0: Moulana, first and foremost... To watch television is haram and forbidden, one. Number two, a non-Muslim, whether they are kings of kings or queens of queens, if they died without iman, they are cursed by Allah, they'll be punished till the day of Qiyamat. Yes, whatever good a non-Muslim does in this world, Allah will reward them, they do charitable work, they do good work, they do this work, that work. Allah Ta'ala is hakeem. Allah Ta'ala is full of justice. Allah will reward them for all the efforts in this world. But if you die without the kalima, La ilaha illallah, Muhammadur Rasulullah, Sallallahu alayhi wasallam, you have died and passed away as a kafir. Wa la yaj'alallahu. Allah Ta'ala says in the Quran that a non-Muslim has no superiority over a Muslim. So to talk about the Queen, or to talk about her death, to people, this is Guna and Masir. The sisters should make Toba and Istighfar. As I said to you, to watch television, to watch and respect people who passed away without the kalima, No deen, no Islam. Look at the life and atrocities that happened. We're not going to go into that. We don't want to judge people. It is sufficient. She knows what is going to be her position, and the world knows, and the Ummah knows, that if a person passes away, without Kar-Karimah even your own parents, if they did not accept Islam, forget the Queen and everybody else. In Shariat, what is the rule? See, you can't attend that janaza. I'm sorry, you can't attend that funeral. See, all the activities that take place. You see, all these uh, leaders of the world who attended from the Muslim country, these are all munafiks. These are people who have no sharam. They, sh- they sell the deen and iman jee, to show respect to somebody who had no respect for the deen of Allah, no respect for the Qur'an, no respect for the sunnah of Rasulullah. They massacred the Muslims. And you are looking at it and talking about them. Allahu Akbar. Al-marhu habba. This hadith is a warning. Allah will wake you up amongst them on the day of Qiyamah, whosoever you loved and whoever you associated. Je, we should not speculate. You know clearly the person passed away and died without the kalima. There is no respect. See? So for the sister, she should read Tawbah and make istighfar and inshallah, it's better that she repeat the kalima La ilaha illallah Muhammadur Rasulullah Ashadu al la ilaha illallah Read two rakats, Salatul Tawbah and ask Allah for forgiveness.
1: Shazakallah khairah for that, uh, molana Absolutely, mashallah, evening in your company. And, you know, I truly enjoy you and I know that is for the pleasure of Allah, subhanahu wa ta'ala. You reignite my iman also. Maulana, your parting words uh, this evening.
0: May Allah, subhanahu wa ta'ala, forgive, uh, forgive us, Molana. Uh, you know, there's so much that I can say. Raise your words, not your voice. We must speak out. What is haq? We must speak. Sahab al-Kiram had this beautiful quality. They would give their life but they will speak what is haqq. So raise your words, not your voice. It is the rain that grows the flower, not the thunder. So good words, speak good about the mu'min. Speak good about Islam. Speak good about the marhums. Speak good about your family. Allah Ta'ala, protect our iman. Allah give us understanding of deen, that how expensive, how precious, La ilaha illallah Muhammadur rasulullah You can be the worst gunai in this world. Point. But man kana akhiru kalamihi la ilaha illallah. Whose ever last words when they close their eyes and the soul is out was la ilaha illallah Muhammadur rasulullah Dakhl al-Jannah. They will pass away and they will be granted. So, may Allah ta'ala give us tawfiq that we understand the ni'mat of Iman and the izzet and respect you and I enjoy because of the deen of Islam and the Quran and the sunnah and our love for Rasulullah. Nothing greater than that in the world. Because whether you're a queen or whether or king, or whatever it is in the eyes of Allah, if you have no Iman, then you have nothing. You will be punished. And whatever is in store in the Akhirat. You know, I think it was uh, one of the leaders, I want to tell you this. Mulana Ismail Abdul Razak Sabah has was called, you know, after a person passes away, uh, they have like a, like a meeting and they want all the spiritual leaders to come. But I think it was uh, Indira Gandhi who passed away. I'm not sure. And they called molana Abdul Razak to give a talk. So, Molana was very wise and very full of wisdom. So, all did Molana make only one statement. That, oh Allah, look at, look at the wisdom of Molana. Molana said, oh Allah, wherever she is deserving to go, give it to her as quick as possible. Mm. And Molana stepped down. Oh Allah, wherever she's deserving to go, send her there quickly. And Molana closed the meeting. So, respected brothers, value your iman. La ilaha illallah Muhammadur Rasulullah. Read one tasbih every day. La ilaha illallah Muhammadur Rasulullah. La ilaha illallah Muhammadur Rasulullah. Bismillah. Greetings,
1: Shukr. Shukr. khaira, Molana, and uh, you know the the wisdom of our uh, Molana. Uh, Abdul, uh, Ismail Abdul Razak. You know, Allah, Allah bless him. What a! Uh, is there any books uh, that uh, you know we can read of? He's uh, that he's uh, written. Uh, perhaps the amana is on you, Molana. I mean, that word that you gave now, I mean, you know, uh, called upon in public, and it's it's, it's a quite a tricky situation, and uh, you know, not to hurt.
0: Absolutely what
1: you make? brilliant,
0: Molana's wisdom and hikmah. You know, he said, "Allah." Hey. Send her to the place where she's deserving as quick as possible.
1: Khair. Khair, man. <laughs> Moulana had great wisdom. You
0: know, great wisdom. Yes, uh, there isn't very much written on other Mulana's life, but inshallah, we want to compile a book, inshallah, of all the words of wisdom. I traveled with him for 22 years. Gee. You know, alhamdulillah. Mulana groomed me in many ways, inshallah, and sometimes I just try to walk his footsteps, but I cannot. I just try to manage, inshallah. Al-aziz. So may Allah fill his kabar with
1: Noor. Ameen. grant him the highest rank in Jannah. and we make Qadar ulama because once they're gone, on, there's a big vacuum. You'll never ever able to replace that vacuum again. Ameen. So look after the Alims. take care of them, take their advice. Ameen, uh, Maulana, you have a beautiful evening ahead. I tell you, mashallah, uh, as usual. And uh, inshallah, we'll talk to you soon. Asalaamu Alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Can I end it with one word here? Bolo. Never tell your problems to anyone. Never tell your
0: problems to anyone. 20% don't care. And 80% are glad that you have them. Mm. That's why talk to Allah. Whatever your problem is, never tell your problems to anyone. 20% of people don't care. The 80% are glad that you have them. So Allah say ma'am, Iyaka wa iyaka Always cry to Allah. Talk to Allah. Put your case to Allah. And see what you will get from Allah. May Allah Ta'ala forgive us. Wa akhiru dawana Alhamdulillah, Rabbi
1: salim, Karim, and you have a blessed evening indeed. Asalaamu Alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.
0: wa rahmatullahi
1: wa Yes, I would like to thank uh, Lukolo for doing uh, brilliant engineering uh, this evening. Keep it locked on to Marcus Sahaba for beautiful programming, and Alhamdulillah, a lot of knowledge coming through from the team and I till we meet you again. We bid you Asalaam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.